Welcome to Chick Chat, the podcast where the girl with many titles talks about life, the good and the bad and everything around it. We're going to sit, chat, share life stories and experiences from business to relationship. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Chick Chat podcast. Today I am joined with Sarah Louise. Hello. Um, so we're just going to get straight into it. Okay. I'll let you introduce yourself. Okay. Hi, my name is Sarah, Sarah Louise. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> um, my name's Sarah Lou and uh, I am a business owner, entrepreneur, slash jack of all trades, I think. We talked about that yeah. earlier, yeah. And I, I'm drawing a blank for what was interesting things to talk about myself. You've got loads of businesses. I'm You're like, a content creator, blogger. There we go. Well, yeah, content creator, blogger, OG blogger, OG NI blogger. And um, yeah, just uh, trying to muddle my way through business life. And what are your other businesses you do? Okay, so I um, I work in marketing, to be honest. Yep. And I have I, I co-own a salon. And I also do, I have my own marketing business, but I also do freelance marketing as well. And I also run a beauty school that's attached to the salon. Perfect. Mm-hmm. See, so you do loads. I do loads. Okay, so for those of you that haven't listened to the podcast before, we break it up into three bits. We've got the opening, which is challenge of the week. We've got a check-in, which is basically how are you actually doing. And um, we've got the end, which is the win of the week. So we'll start with challenge of the week. Do you want to go first or? Okay. (laughs) So I think my challenge of the week is not just getting on with it but I think for me it's just accepting that even when I do get on with it there are loads of positives from the stuff that I do because I think Mm -hmm. I've been really critical about myself over the last few weeks and yet things are working out yeah so I think my my thing is get on with it and appreciate what I actually managed to get done when I do get on with it yeah oh I relate to that a lot because I'm very self-critical like the first thing I think in the morning when I wake up is like this morning I had a client check in before I came yeah. to meet you. I was like, I'm gonna be late, I'm gonna be really late. I'm like just gonna hate it, it's gonna be terrible. But oh, it all worked out fine. Yeah. Bosses came on time. I got here but slightly later than we originally said, but it wasn't it was anything, perfect. anything chaotic. Yeah. And then I always like used to sort of spin it in that sometimes when a client says to me, Oh I'm running thirty minutes late, I'm like, Oh great, I can go to the bathroom, I can go do Yeah, this. exactly. That was me. I was like, I can tidy up a bit more. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like it's yeah, I'm the same as you. I'm yeah. like I have to push myself through and then I realise there's so many positives from just getting on with it. Exactly. So yeah, we'll see how I feel come Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a lot a lot of work left. <laughs> yeah. And what is your challenge of the week? Uh, my challenge of the week is being at a different place. Being oh, yeah. out, of, out of my routine so this week I am in Belfast all week because I'm cat sitting for my best friend who I'm going to make listen to this and <laughs> um my challenge is that I am away from my businesses um so away from the salon but it's in perfect good hands because I have an amazing business partner yeah and she does the bulk of the away but it's mostly heavy lifting because that's that's quite quite self-critical but like she's there day to day anyway and then because I'm not all, I, I think I have a really big thing about not being present and if yeah. I'm not physically there I'm yeah. not working hard enough um but yeah that's my challenge this week but I uh I'm working through it <laughs> perfect yeah. yeah I like that so I suppose do you know what we'll just go straight into it I think you've already touched on one part and that is first of all running multiple businesses what's that like and then 
how are you finding it kind of because I think especially in what you do and how we do things especially marketing yeah. business in general being a jack of all trades you have to fit your business and life to look how you want it to look yeah so yeah how are you finding running multiple businesses and managing how different they can all look um I'll be very honest I find it very difficult I find mm. it very difficult because um I so I've got the salon I've got my own sort of clients that I uh under my own mask and then I've got my freelance work yeah and then I've got the beauty school which kind of like links into the salon a little bit yeah and um I find it quite difficult because I find it hard to admit that I find things difficult which yeah is like a big yeah. thing and I'm very good at making myself like like if you're listening to this co- this podcast, oh she runs multiple businesses, she's yeah. so successful, she's got everything really like really sorted out, which isn't the truth. Like, yeah. I'm a messy individual, and I try and hide that in everything I do, which isn't which isn't great. Um, so I would say um, honestly, I find it really difficult managing lots of businesses, but I'm getting better at it. Yeah, I am actively trying to get better at it. Like uh, I'm trying new productivity things. I am just sort of trying, n- trying not to look at er- every little sort of blip as the word. Yeah, thing. yeah. That's one thing. When you run a business or any <clears throat> businesses, you will feel like everything is important. Everything mm-hmm. and it is. Everything you do is important. But if you have a blip, think of it as a blip. Yeah. The, the word is not coming down. Yeah. So yeah, that that has um sort of it's not lowered the difficulty level, but it's raised my level of being able to just sit. Yeah, yeah, I know that makes sense. And I suppose then, because we talk about, obviously we're talking about business, but then how does that manifest into your life? Because obviously there'll be people here that will listen that don't have their own businesses, might not want their own businesses, but working still finds that a challenge. Like to me, if someone chucked me in a nine to five, I couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, um, people would look at my work-life balance and say it's crap. And it, it is, it is, but... Um, and especially whenever I'm trying to make myself look busier than I am yeah. because I want to look like I'm successful, that is when it's the worst. But if I'm actually working and I'm actually doing things well and getting things done, that is good to me. Like yeah. There's a great quote from um, a business owner called Grace Beverly, um, productivity is a form of self-care. Oh, nice. Yes. And it, basically her ethos is yes, you know, um, burning out or working yourself to the point of burnout is bad, but also closing your eyes and ignoring everything you have to do yeah. is also a form of self-sabotage. Yeah. That speaks to me so much. Yeah. And that is something I have learned just recently, I'd say in the last couple of months, that I can't just, like, you have to shut out external noise. Yeah. Like, you have, like, I say that when I'm like, oh, I've got this quote from this business owner. You have to be selective about your external noise. If you're working late and you know there's a good reason you're working late mm-hmm. because you had to move things around, let's say you had to go to a birthday party and be present with your family, yeah. but you know that you just have to go home and just maybe do a little bit of work. Yeah. You will get people who say, oh, don't leave work, leave work, leave work to working hours. But then yeah. you know because every, especially if you're self-employed, um, and that is one of the things that being self-employed, if you're in a nine-to-five and you have a company who is meant to be taking care of your needs yeah. and your... Um, work culture or whatever you want to call it that company should have like they shouldn't be overworking you yeah whereas us we are the company yeah so we know what we can do yeah sometimes 
we can't self-regulate and sometimes we do need to just say oh just step back yeah but 90 percent of the time we know what we're we're capable of yeah so yeah that's that is how it sort of affects my life in that I am terrible at not working but I am getting better at finding the balance of it yeah. like today like I um I've been to the emergency it's been great mm. um but i knew that i had to get those client check-ins done this morning yeah and i think before i've been i would just cancel on the clients and been like oh can we move this to another day another yeah. day and but no instead i was like i thought i've got to cancel on message to you and it's like oh can we just cancel that yeah and you were fine with it yeah and then it's like the world didn't end so it is sort of like finding if you're self-employed finding the way your work can fit in around your life mm-hmm. i'm not an expert at it still figuring out how to do it but it is just like finding the ways that work for you. And there's no there's no one way to work. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And actually you talked about self-sabotaging and that's something it completely resonates. And even so today we've been we've spent the day um looking at Sarah Lou's content and we've just had a content day basically. And we're looking at basically how can we make creating content easier mm-hmm. and suit your life more yeah. and kind of suit how you are. Yeah. And like obviously for those of you that well, obviously you're not going to, that other people aren't going to know, but you're down the path of, like, you realise that you've got ADHD mm-hmm. and you've been dealing with, like, your mental health and so on. And I think <clears throat> when it comes to all of that, I think self-awareness is something that's so important because my, like, I realise that I self-sabotage in the sense that, like, I want to achieve all, all these great things and I use and have used work as a coping mechanism and I'm trying really hard not to do that anymore. But life and like life kind of falls away because you have this importance of I've got to work I've got to work I've got to work time is money but then when you feel like things aren't working out the way that you'd have expected that puts pressure on you because then you're like like my thing would be but I'm not earning as much as I'd want to be earning I'm not in a position where I'm financially stable I'm not in a position where I could just turn around and like go and spend all day with my family not and not come back and work then I sit and I look back at that and I'm like actually I manage my weeks so well that if someone if someone was to give you to give me your schedule for example I'd look at your schedule and go how did you manage doing the things that you've done in one day and travel if someone was to vice versa if if someone was to get your schedule again they'd look at that and go how the hell did you do that how the hell do you manage that but you've pointed out things that other people don't find easy to be able to compartmentalize, to be able to know that this is how I work and this is how I know that I can spend time with family. Like I find it really hard when you are with family and like they are saying, oh, but you shouldn't be working, oh, but do this. And it's like, but I've just given you a day or a couple of days where I've given you my attention. I've got other little bits to do. I just need you to pretend that I'm in an office. But I think it's when you work for yourself and they see you working from home and they can see you working from different mm-hmm. places. Yeah, it's different. I think especially for me, I have I wear so many hats. Yeah. And I'm very lucky. The salon girls are so understanding, they know I'm busy. Mm. And and I try to be there as much for them uh, as I can. Yeah. And then it's like for instance, um, I'll give you an example. One day in the salon I'm I'm a makeup artist, that's why I had a cool on a salon. Yeah. And I had blocked out two hours to do one of the girls' makeups because mm. I wanted to practice. But my dad called me. He needed help with a tax return. Yeah. Um, there was another crisis. Like, you know, a girl had come in and like, an appointment had been missed. So like, yeah. Julie, who worked in the salon with me, had to go and do her nails. And it ended up that makeup took me 
six hours to finish oh. because we had to keep stopping and starting. Yeah. And it's one of those things, like, at the end of the day, I had to say to my dad, if I was in an office, would you have come to the office and asked me to help with yeah. the return? And he was just like, oh, you know, but you, you know, you were available. Not that you were available. He was like, oh, do I really need your help? And I'm like, yeah. that's great. But, like, it's so, it is so hard to set those boundaries. And it's really hard to, like, yeah. say to people, like, like just because I'm self-employed, just because I'm available, and yeah. you can get in touch with me, doesn't mean that you should. Yeah. And it is those sort of things. It's like at the end, like um, if I'm going out for a friend's birthday or something, I check my phone, and yeah. God love them, it, they don't mean it. They don't mean it in a mean way. Yeah. Like, oh, are you checking work messages? I'm like, well, yeah, like, yeah. I'm one of those people. My phone is. I'm getting a work phone, but then again, it's like I'll be like, don't be checking your work phone. I'm like, yeah. It's, it, you don't switch off. No. And, it's one of, and that's seen as a bad thing. Yeah. And it's seen as a bad thing. Whereas to me, the bad thing for me is I hate Mondays because I switch off yeah. on a Sunday. Yeah. And then a Sunday evening, I'm sitting thinking of all the things I have to do the next day. Yeah. And it stresses me out. Yeah. And I spend most of Sunday, most of Monday getting over the Sunday scaries. And people are like, well, just change your situation. I'm like, if I just kept, because I work Saturday. Yeah. I'm like, if I just kept, like, nearly a Sunday morning free. To go have a coffee and then like sort of yeah. think about the things I have to do on the Monday. I think I'd be feeling so much better. But I also have to be a social person. I also have to see my family. Yeah. Like, you have to fit all the versions of yourself in a yeah. room. Everything. And I think when you when you when you openly admit you that sometimes work has to take priority. Yeah. It's seen as a bad thing. Yeah. And do you know what? I, uh... I've loved a lot of our conversations today because there were so many things that you've said where I've been like, oh, my day is someone that gets it. <laughs> but I know, obviously, especially in the way that like we work and being online and marketing, we're talking about building our authentic selves. We're mm -hmm. talking about finding people that match our energy, match our values, yeah. that are their authentic selves. And like we kind of fit as a jigsaw puzzle. Like we have grown up in very different situations. We've grown up in very different lives. Yeah. But when you look at we're women, we're both like I like we were talking about um like wanting to settle down and have kids like you don't particularly want kids yeah. I'm in a position where one day it'd be nice to have kids but where I'm right now I don't want to have a child yeah I love having my niece who's going to be my goddaughter like you were talking about your goddaughter yeah. I love knowing that I can go and spend time like this year and actually I was supposed to be there this week I was supposed to be there on Thursday but then an event got cancelled so if I'd have been there this month I'd have seen a 10 out of 12 months by the time she's one this yeah, whole year yeah. so for me like my nomad life this year has looked different last year I was flying about this year I've literally just been flying to England to spend time with them yeah so my thing is I see you and I want to see you I'm the auntie that you speak to nearly every day but I leave yeah it's like I'm the same as my daughter I don't yeah care as, I love the same time as her. I don't care as much as I should and that's something that is a goal for me to change yeah to be as flexible as that and that I think that's just something I need to work on but it's, you made, like, so you always wanted to be a digital nomad. Yeah. But if you look at the sort of um, online definition of that, it's like, you know, seeing the world, doing this, doing yeah. that. But you've actually just made it work for yourself. Yeah. Which is the best way to do it because you feel more at peace with it. Yeah. And I think we, as women and as business owners, are so bogged down by what we should be doing. Yeah. Like, to, like um, I would fully admit... I don't particularly like being self-employed. I love the freedom mm. it gives me. I love the work yeah. I do. I love everything. But if I could, if someone said to me tomorrow, oh, you know what, you could have everything that, yeah. but someone will come in and be like, oh, here's your taxes done for you. Yeah. Here's your payroll done. You've got 
a guaranteed amount of money at the end of the month. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, perfect. Yeah. That job doesn't exist. Yeah. Like, you work for a company, you, there's a trade-off. Yeah, yeah. And I take the parts of self-employment I don't like for the parts that I do. Yeah, yeah. Stress. I think all the stressful stuff, I accept it because I do, I love being able to come and do stuff like this. Yeah. And, but I think, um, think uh, some other people would say oh you need to be in an office you know you need to, like, yeah you run a marketing business in an office doing this doing that or you need to you work in a salon you should be in a salon like, yes five six days a week and i think i throw a lot of people off because i do flip between the things and flip yeah. is a word uh, yeah it's definitely not a flip it's not a flip but that's a, that's a word <clears throat> that's got really bad connotations but it yeah means, it just means to move quickly that is uh, what yeah, means. yeah. It's too yeah. And I will always say something like that because I'm a wordsmith. Like I studied English and yeah. stuff. It's like I will always say something quite a, a fa- like my, my dad would say a fancy way. Yeah. Um, but like I always do that because I'm like I'm wordy. But so many words have such bad connotations. That That's so true. Yeah. That's how I took it. To move quickly. Yeah. That's literally it. But another person would be like, oh, you just move from things to things really quickly. Um, this is something you said earlier. Was a jack of all trades, master of none. But that's not actually yeah. the saying, is it? Yeah, it's actually yeah. jack of all trades, master of many. I love that. And I even when you were much. talking about like the different versions of you that have to go into fit different situations, like spending time with family and so on, like you just made me realise that actually, I so I on Sundays if I can go to mass in the morning, I go to mass. But I start work on a Sunday mm-hmm. because I hate Mondays. Mondays fill me with anxiety. So I need to make sure that my Monday I've got no alarm. I luckily one of my clients has just cancelled on the Monday meeting so it's <laughs> even better because that started giving me anxiety because I was like the stuff I've got to have prepared yeah. for then and if I'm spending the time with my family on a Sunday I'm maybe gonna have to give them time and then I come back and I know I work well at night but if I'm like my optimum times for working are normally like 10 11 p.m till about two o'clock in the morning so then if I'm sitting up until two o'clock in the morning and I have to be up for like eight, nine o'clock for a client meeting, I can't do that. So Mondays I block off. Monday mornings, are, it just doesn't even need to happen. No-go. Yeah. No-go. But I've ended up having to normally choose as my day off and or it'd be my day where I fit in the things that bring me joy and bring me that peace and get me excited about the stuff that I do, yeah. which is why we're doing that on a Tuesday. But yeah, I've had to have the Tuesdays that I know that once I then switch off, I can switch off. So yeah. once you leave, I know that after I do the little bit of work I need to do, I will literally shut the world off. I'll stick some TV on. I'll watch something. I'll catch up on House of Dragons. Yes. We're talking about. But yeah. it's those things where I know that my mind has been trained to know that this is a day where I don't need to worry about family because they're at work. Mm-hmm. For any clients, so understanding now that like I'm unavailable unless I'm there. And in general, like, cause if you don't reply to emails for one day, no one's going to die. Yeah. Like, I'm having to train myself into understanding that. And it's only when you were saying that, I was like, actually, yeah, because we are wearing all these different hats, mm-hmm. different versions of ourselves. We're flitting from thing to thing. We're managing yeah. mm-hmm. businesses, lives, and all these things that actually you wouldn't, like, it doesn't, we don't think of it as a big thing, but it is. You don't think of it as a big thing because you do it naturally. Yeah. You do it as rote. Yeah. And it is only when my mental health goes down and I can't yeah. make all the plates spin yeah. that I realise the enormity of my life. And yeah. there are times, there are times if I get some, if I do drop a plate or if something doesn't go in on time or and I think the world is ending, I do question my life choices. Yeah. And I'm like, um, am I crazy? Am I, is everyone right? Am I mental? So like, pardon me, that's a, not a great thing to say. But like, am I just not, um, am I like, 
making the wrong life decisions yeah. here and you do you sort of like you get bogged down by it and there are and people who really don't have these moments i envy you yeah i, envy I you. think that's a lie i think you're like <laughs> but i also envy you for that lack of self-awareness yeah because, um it's it, it i wish i could be i wish i could just sort of like be like that but i i do yeah, you have these low moments where you sort of think like Maybe life would be easier if it was yeah. working nine to five. Yeah. Or, you know, not yeah. be multi passionate or just sit in one thing. Then I need to remind myself that if I did one thing all the time, I'd be bored to tears. Yeah. I've tried tears that. To tears. I've gone and applied for jobs whilst I've been self employed. I've mm-hmm. gone and looked at doing it again. And I've sat there and I've gone, it didn't work. Yeah. It's not me. I'd rather, I, I was having a conversation with my dad a few weeks ago where I was saying, I'd rather have the stress of knowing I need to get an extra client to be able to afford like the bills at the end of the month especially now things are difficult but I'd rather that than knowing I'm going to have to go back into a nine-to-five where I'm going to be pigeonholed and I'm going to have to agree to a system that I don't agree with it just doesn't suit yeah. me as a person yeah so we are sorry we're just halfway through so I'm going to ask mm-hmm. you how are you really could be a deep one could be a deep People see healing as this wonderful pink, nice commodity. Mm. It's a nice, cozy word. It's not. It's no. really not. Like, if, you, if we're talking about House of Dragons, think of like a medieval TV show yeah. where they are cutting off the limbs and there's blood going everywhere. Yeah. That is what healing is. I, yeah. I, I, like, I am, you talked in the podcast about going to therapy. I'm in therapy myself. Yeah. And it is a messy, jagged experience. Yeah. But I am feeling the full benefits of it. That's like, good. And it is and it's it is good but it's also it's also very changeable like one minute you can feel great and the next you can feel yeah yeah things like that um or you can come out of a, a, a therapy session feeling absolutely euphoric or you can yeah. come out feeling like you've literally become like trust in yeah. a good way yeah i say like I, even like there's no negative emotions in therapy because i'm also my therapist from actual heaven because <laughs> <laughs> it's just she just gets me and she's helped me work through a lot of stuff and made me realize that, that, that I was self-sabotaging and yeah. things that I was aware of she helped me articulate yeah. and vocalize, yeah. vocalize so it's just yeah it's good and healing and it's messy and and yeah and sometimes it bogs me down and sometimes yeah. I just feel like I can't lift my head above water and other days I feel like I can walk on water yeah so yeah which is which is good but it's I think the whole point of therapy is trying to get yourself to that even cane instead of the yeah. up and down yeah. the entire time so yeah, that's it. I love that. And do you know, I, again, this is one of the things where you've said something that I've been like, oh yes, articulated <laughs> so well. I, I'd say, I wouldn't say, no, it's still the same, but how am I really? I think mental health wise, I'm in such a good position. Like this week, I feel great. Like I was driving this morning and I caught myself singing along to different songs. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things where, and mind you, so this time last week, not this time, last Wednesday, I went out for some food, um, not went out for some food, but we went to Gareth's uncle's. And when I was driving home, I just felt sad, but not even a sadness where I'm actually sad. I think I'm still, like I've said this on the podcast before, I know I was saying this to you earlier, like I'm grieving like my last relationship in the sense that there were so many positives. Like Gareth's uncle reminds me of Sean's granddad who died yeah. last year or the year before. And my brain's just like merged it all together. But 
it was just such a nice feeling and I left just feeling so nice and we watched a movie that I absolutely loved had really good food Gareth went home and like things are just really nice and I got home and I just cried for like an hour yeah because I was just overwhelmed but this is where I've been like okay as part of my healing journey so the reason I decided to choose this was going to be my day was because it's when I would have therapy sessions yeah. and I was like okay if I have my therapy sessions on a Tuesday I need to I'm either going to have a great time and come back feeling on top of the world which I can then just sit and chill and process and do whatever I want to do for the rest of the day or I'm going to come out having all these emotions and I'm going to need to sit and think about it or do something to help myself so whether that's when I start solo dates so either take myself out go for a coffee sit and do nothing sit and have a cry whatever it was so yeah I think this morning was just one of those mornings for me where I realized that actually mentally I'm in a really good position where I understand that even when I have those moments where it all gets overwhelming I'm okay with being someone that feels a lot I'm okay with being someone that loves a lot I'm okay with being someone that I think I always used to get really scared at the fact that I'm someone that gives so much to to people that when I didn't get it back I'd be really upset not that I expect it back but I'd have an expectation from from certain people where I'd think but I love you so much and I give you so much that I'd be hoping you'd give that back to me. And when they didn't, it was really, yeah, it'd really, really get to me. Whereas now I'm in a position where actually there were certain people I know that I could never get the same level back. There were some people that will be my tribe, my community, my whatever, that I will get extra layers back. Mm -hmm. And there'll be some people that give me things effortlessly without even looking like they've given me something, whether that's Mm -hmm. just the time, it's a little thoughtful message. It's surprise present, a pack of mango, a pack of popcorn. You know, those little things that. where you're going, a cup of coffee. Just someone that goes, oh, I was thinking about you. And yeah, so a bit long-winded, but yeah, that's where I currently am. So yeah, yeah. healing, but in yeah. a very good place. Yeah, I have the, I guess the same, yeah. yeah. It's like, I like what you said about like, being, allowing yourself to be a person that feels things. Yeah. Yeah, because like, uh, with discussion that I have like, been bottling up a lot, which is like yeah. therapy. And it's actually being trying to be your authentic self is just feeling everything, yeah. and letting yourself feel it. Yeah. yeah. And do you know what? We've talked about like being your authentic self and allowing yourself to feel it. But I think so. One of the things for today was how we create content that is mm-hmm. our yeah. authentic self. Exactly. And that is really it's scary. But one thing I love about what I do is in the fact that like I've now come to the realization that I'm good with people. I'm good at knowing people. Yeah. I could sit and I could. Like we've had conversations that mm-hmm. would never leave this room. You'd never talk about. I'd yeah. never talk about. But it helps me in knowing. Okay, what does your content need to look like to make you feel comfortable? What? How is it gonna? Like, how are we gonna put it together so that it's fun for you? You can keep doing it, but you can be your authentic self. Where there is that vulnerability, there's that openness, there's that excitement. Because mm-hmm. people, are, like we've said before, people are always gonna judge. Yeah. So always. how do you do that in a way where you feel okay? this is good for me and I think that's why I really admire like even Fred talks about wanting to do this as a package you messaged me talking about it and I was like brilliant because I need like I need some beta tests and yeah. perfect all I need is a testimonial but let's do it this way like so let's see how you feel but even just to have that courage to say I love what you do I love how you do it and I want to do something but I don't kind of know where to start from yeah but then to me I look at you and like I already follow you and your content like we met uh I think the first time was it again the kiss one of the kiss parties, but it was definitely a blogger event, but I don't know which one. I think it was probably one of the blogger lunches. Ah, it was, it was probably one of the blogger yeah. lunches, yeah. 
but again like this years and years ago but again like i followed like your content and it resonates and again just as someone that is a woman in business a woman in marketing a woman that creates content like your tiktoks i love because so when i'm on the account that i interact with like your content with it's because like i feel like i need to like i'm motivated yeah and i go on there and i see like you talking about like dealing with like finding out like you've got adhd how people have interacted with that building your business around your mental health like the little get ready with me videos but i sit and i watch those and i'm like this is amazing (laughs) but then you look and you go but i it's not for me and i want to be better and i think it's nice to be able to be in a position where you can go actually this is where i think you're doing so well keep doing more of that this is how we get you being more comfortable with what you're doing and how you do it but like how do you get yourself to a point where you go this is who I am, this is what I want it to look like and knowing, okay, maybe I might not have the complete, like you've got the skill set completely because all we've done is talk about loads of things, I'm just going to put it together. But how do you then go, okay, this is where my gap in the knowledge is, how am I going to find someone that can help me do that? I think it's about like, I wasn't always a self-aware, I wasn't, Mm. I wasn't always a self-aware person but I think like, like my journey, my mental health journey and my journey in finding out that I had ADHD, I had to take that step back and mm. just like I had to relearn everything about my life and my yeah. brain. It's one of those things it's one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Yeah, I can and imagine. And in coming with that comes a lot when you do a lot of self examination, you come very self aware. And I think that's why people don't do it. Yeah. Because it's scary. See, because you see the cracks. Yeah. You see what you plaster over, you see yeah. everything, you see every little hole that you ignore. Yeah. And, and in other people. And in other people too. But you have to take a step back from that. Yeah. Sometimes it just if you take on their Yeah. If you take on their remodel, you can't do anything. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> to use a very good analogy. But um I never would have reached out to another marketer saying, Can you help me? Mm. Never. Because I'm like, why would people work with me if I didn't have to do that? So, like I'm saying on the yeah. podcast, talking about my flaws, never would have done that. Never would have done that. Which is amazing. Yeah. So it's just like it, it, I've been on such a journey, and I like because I I know how like shit hurt you are what you do, and I was Thanks. like, you know, I need I need this woman in my life, like because like, we like we routinely see each other on Twitter, going, why yeah. how are you in my brain? Yeah. Because <laughs> like you're on my vibe, you're on my level. Yeah. And I was like, going, I know, I know, I have the skill set. I just need some help. Yeah. And that and that's it. I tell I tell my own clients, I tell clients of yeah. finance projects I work on, don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. I just need to spin that around and put it on myself. Yeah. It's hard, it's difficult, it can take you swallowing your pride or yeah. even swallowing the fear of judgment. People don't do don't do things for two reasons. They're being judged mm-hmm. or they're too proud. Yeah. And it's like and when you let go of those things to not sound too life coachy, your life will open up. Yeah, that's so true. And one of the things that I was talking to someone the other week and I was saying it, especially like Northern Ireland as a as a a land is such a small place, it is, it is. and you'll find that everyone does something that you do anyway. But then I'm always like, but why don't people? Like sometimes it feels a bit clicky, but then yeah. the people that I surround myself with are com- the complete opposites. Yeah. yeah. Where I'm then like, actually, we share the same pie, but there's enough pie to go around. For everyone. That is how I feel. When I first started out on the self-employment journey, I was coming from like a business background. Yeah. Corporate SME worked with corporate, corporate, started my own small business, was my own marketing business. And no one talked about it. Yeah. There was no upfrontness. And this yeah. was 2019. 
and I but I found all these business owners from England yeah who talked about everything they talked about their struggles they talked about everything I'm like why can't we have this here yeah and it is just now that TikTok's come such a thing yeah and being open and honest and yeah. not quite as curated or glamorous yeah is becoming the norm that people are now opening up and doing reels yeah. every day where they don't look perfect yeah or they talk about having a bad day or even people like um are talking about like think really like what would have been taboo subjects which aren't taboo like baby loss yeah or like grieving yeah or, like you know like really hard stuff that people need to know they're not alone with. yeah that's and so think, true and like I don't want to bring like the pandemic into it, but that is a big one of the good things that's come out of it. Yeah, people need realizing people need community and people need to talk. Yeah, that's so true. And do you know what the funny things like I found as well? Uh, the pandemic was traumatic, and like we've talked about this yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. It was traumatic, but at the same time, it helped because mm-hmm. it points out kind of it's pointed out a lot of the flaws that we've had. And I've just noticed the sun's going in. We didn't have extra lighting. One of those things. <laughs> yeah, for anyone watching, the sun's gone in. That's why it's gone a bit darker. Uh, for anyone listening, it just sounds really random. But um, yeah, I also think as much as people now talk about like the taboo side, I still think in you reaching out, like that's such a brave thing to do. I'm then thinking, okay, I've got like, I have a like a backup TikTok where I sit and like, it's just me. Like I wake up and I look yeah. terrible and, I'm just in a jumper and just my hair's a mess but I talk about how I feel I talk about the things that are kind of on my mind because there's like a section of the internet that buys into our authenticity that supports us yeah and that's how we make money mm-hmm. but then that's really scary as well because it's so vulnerable like when we're on Twitter so I especially during the pandemic I went on Twitter more because the people that were on Twitter the people that I followed and followed me were people like you that we're so similar again where we joke going even some of the stuff that we go through day to day like you'll post something I'm like even you like you posted something the other day I think I just um love hard it but it was like a quote post <clears throat> and um you were talking about like oh it was something to do with like you needed it for the week and I looked at that and I was like I needed this this morning oh god yeah it was about something about like you know like oh it's been a week already yeah. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight away, I was like, I needed this already. But mm-hmm. again, it's when you start to follow people that uh, that just share. I think even online, mm-hmm. there are people out there that will share things where you go, I follow you for a reason. Yeah. I like people always say, oh, unfollow the people that make you feel bad. But it's a reminder for me because people are always saying, I'll oh, be a consumer, not uh, sorry, be a creator, not a consumer. But I go, actually, with my mental health and the way that it is bad sometimes, I need to be a consumer. So I'll just sit and look through reels, TikToks, whatever else. When I see things like that, that'll be motivational. When I see videos, it'll be a bit more like motivational. When I see people being their authentic selves, I then go, it's okay to be the mess that I am because I might not be a mess in the evening. I might feel better. I might not be a mess tomorrow. I might feel better. And all of that is okay. Yeah. I heard the, I heard a quote in a podcast once. It was like it was talking about having a bad morning. Yeah. You have a really bad morning. Things don't work out. Your car doesn't start. Things mm-hmm. like that. It's just a bad morning. It's not a bad life. Yeah. And like, yeah. I know that's like very woo woo and stuff, but that gets me through a lot. Like it's just a bad moment. Yeah. It's not a bad life. Yeah. So Facts true. Facts are not feelings. All those sort of like like things you see in a love live laugh. <laughs> yeah but those things work they're, they're, yeah they're, they're, they're like they're, they're like sort of like that because they work yeah and they do and that gets me through that's why i share books like that yeah and it's like and i used to sort of think oh what well, people think of this and, I don't care. <laughs> and you shouldn't because again like you posted something because it helped you but that's why again when we talk about like creating that authentic self there'll be people that don't agree with 
some of the things we say, some of the things mm-hmm. we do. Yeah. But even if it's just one person that looks at that and goes, yeah. oh, wow, like that's going to help me in business, in life, in whatever else I'm going through. You've helped one person. That's, that's all you ever want to do. Because I used to be that one person. Yeah. I used to be that person sitting there, yeah. um, like looking at that creator's content or that business owner's content and being like, you know what, they are this person. They mm. can go through that. You know, I'll be fine. Yeah. yeah, and I think even success, when we look at success on different levels, I would be really bad and would have been really bad at comparing with other people, whereas now I'm like, there's no reason to compare. I work in marketing. I My job is to curate yeah. what something should look like, not specifically how it is, which is why when I do throw, like show up as my authentic self, it's scary, but even that is curated to an extent because that's a 15 to 60 second snapshot yeah. Yeah. of 24 hours. You're not seeing everything. So again, it's like, okay, but don't compare because anything else that someone else is going through, I can tell you what's going on, but it's not going to be, unless we sit and we have a whole day of a conversation, you're not going to be able to completely empathize. You can take bits from it, but vice versa as well. So I can't be comparing my life and thinking, why am I not rich? Why am I, why do I, why am I not earning six figures? Why am I not doing this? Why am I doing that? Because I'm on my own path. I'm going to get to where I need to be, but the bits I'll take from the people online that are be more authentic, that'll probably help me move forward quicker. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, that totally makes sense. And also, if, you, if you're right, we only ever see snapshots or mm. can show snapshots of ourselves. Our friends don't see yeah. everything about us. Yeah. Like, um, the friend I'm house sitting for at the minute, it was like, I she literally had to write out things that I knew, like, you know, yeah. like, the cat food sits here, yeah. I told her, write these things out for me, step yeah. by step by step, because my one concern is keeping your cat off, yeah. and, like, making sure your house is okay, yeah. and she was like, okay, but you, you know, you, you know you'll be grand, you know yeah. what you're doing, but I'm like, yeah, but I knew it was written out step by step, yeah. Yeah. like, I need the list, I'm like, going, you don't live with me, you don't get how my brain works, yeah. but this is my oldest friend who's known me for 29 years, yeah. and that is, like, if anyone knows me well, it's her. Yeah, but yeah. still, she didn't realize I needed that extra step. Yeah. Because my brain doesn't process things as well as other people yeah. does, I needed that step-by-step list so that when I do feel a bit panicky, oh, God, what is the alarm code? I have it in a step place that yeah. I can go and look at it. Yeah. But if you, if you, like, people, you could be followed online. If you saw 24 hours of their life mm-hmm. every day, they get bored. Yeah. You would also be very overwhelmed. Yeah. And follow at minimum, on average, probably about 600 people. Yeah. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's so true. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. Okay, so we're just coming to the end. We're going to do what was your win of the week? End it on a positive note. Win of the last week. Oh, I forgot to win Sunday. Oh, where did you go? I went to Bob and Burt's in my little town. Um, And I usually just hit the snooze button. I am a person, that, like I was saying earlier, I do love to get up, up and out early. Yeah. I'm not necessarily a morning person, but I appreciate the time. I love my sleep. I yeah. sleep in any time I could. But I like to be up and out early just to yeah. get things done. And one thing I always romanticised was the big one coffee and the coffee shop. Yeah. And I stopped, I, and I always sleep in, and I went and did it. And I sat and wrote out a wee, I sat and journaled for a bit. And then I sort of did some reflection, and I thought, you went from being a t- from someone who genuinely was as anxious to leave the house every day yeah. to getting up at night and going for a walk and sitting down and having a coffee and doing a bit of journaling before going to meet your friends. I love that. And it, that was yeah. the end of the week. And yeah. it's, oh, I love that because it's like, you know, you see those TikToks where it's like, I'm the main character. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, 
it's like my, well, my, my win is accepting I am the main character. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I love mm-hmm. that. Okay, so my win of the week is. Oh. I'm trying to think of, because I always say the same things like, oh, I took the time off, but clearly I'm starting to get there. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? My win of the week was how I split my weekend. Oh. So not only so the way I split my weekend was I <clears throat> worked till Friday and then I spent some time with G, went to mass on Sunday morning with my mum and dad. We went for breakfast and then I spent some more time with G. But this was just, I think it was that time where I, I'd panicked a little bit about, well, my, like they've met, which is great, but I never want to feel, or them to feel like I'm picking and choosing between them. Yeah. And obviously the longer that me and G are together, I want to be able to just have, like, we don't live together, so I want to be able to be like, okay, we'll spend a bit of time together, but then if we want to do our own thing, we can also do our own thing. Yeah. So I think for me to be able to just get up and be like, okay, I'm going to go for mass and breakfast with them, and then I'll see you after. Mm-hmm. Just the way the weekend was broken up for me was such a win because I didn't feel like I was compromising. I didn't feel like yeah. I was choosing. It flowed well. Yeah, it flowed well. Yeah, yeah, that's it, exactly. So, yeah, that was my win of the week. Thanks. Okay, so we'll end it there. I'll say thank you so much for being on and for today. It's just been, it's been so good. Um, I will add all your socials below, and when you send me, I'll say this after. Yeah, I'll add your socials and everything else that you do, and people can follow you and find you, and look at the work that you do. And yeah, you can all basically stalk Sarah Lou. Yeah. So thank you so much, and I'll see you next week. Bye.